ready for true happiness, for deep fulfillment, for feeling alive, on purpose, and in control of your life again, it's time to be the bold, brilliant, beautiful woman you were born to be. Welcome to the Purpose Girl Podcast. I'm women's happiness and life purpose expert, Karen Rockhunt, and I'm going to teach you how to live on purpose, feel alive, and be happy in every aspect of life. I'm going to get real about my life and interview women who are living on purpose so that you can finally live yours. Welcome to the show. Hello, 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 my purpose girls. So it is a crazy time. You don't need me to tell you that, right? Every single human on earth, we are all in this together having a cocktail of every emotion in the dictionary. Whether in this moment you are feeling fear, you are feeling worry, or in this moment you are feeling gratitude, or in this moment you're feeling joy because you just laughed silly with one of your kids, or you're feeling like, oh my God, I'm going to freaking kill my kids. (laughs) I can't stand being in the house with them or my partner or these animals for one more minute. Everything you're feeling is so totally normal. So totally normal. One of the things I'm noticing in myself and in everyone I love and in all my coaching clients is that those feelings can completely take us over right, can completely take us down, like can make us just hide, stay in our room, withdraw, cover up, not connect, can completely lead to unprecedented lows of depression, completely lead to extreme panic attacks. In fact, every time I have felt that sense of helplessness in my life, in different points, which I will talk about later on the episode, that sense of helplessness has led me literally to panic attacks on the floor. What I know right now is that our immune systems need to be strong and healthy. What I know right now is that that extreme low is just not helping us. It's normal, yes, but is it helpful? No. What I know is that in the midst of feeling helpless, We will go under and it's no good for ourselves or anyone. And what I also know is that every single time in my life, I have felt helpless. Every single time in my life, I have faced trauma and challenge. And I guarantee every single time in your life that you have faced trauma or challenge, what has shifted you is finding some spark of hope, some spark of what can I do about this? What is in my control? What would I like to do with this? What would I like to be? Who would I like to be? A refocus. How do I want to show up? I've been amazed right now, witnessing incredible acts of love. One of my dear friends brought groceries to her ex-in-laws. Like, hello, that is incredible. You are my Shiro. Another one of my friends got right to work and built a hospital for coronavirus patients in a parking lot outside of another hospital in Cleveland. And doing these acts is giving my friends purpose right now, giving them hope, is helping them to refocus their mind, helping them refocus their energy from what can go wrong to what can I do to make it right. 
my dear friend Stacy and I keep saying to each other, what is our part? Because I just want to save the world right now. I want to go into every home and I want to hug you. Whatever you are facing, if you are a mama and you are trying to work from home and homeschool and take care of your animals and cook all the meals, and I mean, I just want to hug you. Or if you're doing any one of those things, I just want to hug you. Or you're facing questions about work and income. I just want to hold you and pet your hair. I want to take all this away from you. And I know I can't. So my hope is to reignite your hope, is to help you find that place within yourself to use this experience to harness your power, to find that place where you elevate, to reignite hope anytime you need it. And for you to feel into this moment your own power with what is your part so that when we all emerge from this, you feel stronger, you feel lighter, you feel more capable, you feel happier, you feel ready. That is what I know. And that's what today's episode of the Purpose Girl Podcast is all about. Of course, before we begin, I want to read our review of the week. It is a five-star review that is called So Inspiring. Karen, you are an amazing host. Heart, heart. I love hearts. Your podcast is life-changing. I listen to your podcast every day, and I feel so much better. It's helping me to grow and be determined to fulfill my desires. Lots of love to you. Heart, heart. And this is from Neha in the United States. Oh, Neha, that means so much to me. So much to me. Neha's review is actually a perfect jumping off point because without purpose, my friends, I think I would be going batshit crazy right now because my brain could totally go down the rabbit hole, right? Will the hospitals be able to take me and baby? Will I be able to deliver? Will Josh be allowed in there? Will my baby get coronavirus? I mean, I could go down the rabbit hole. And certainly there are moments that it does because I'm human, because we're all human. And this is like so normal that in a time of stress and chaos, that is where our fear brain goes. If we look at how the brain developed, the base brain that is closest to our nervous system is intended for the fight, flight, stress response. That part of your brain is the reptilian brain that we call it that because reptiles have it too. It's just, is this dangerous or not? And it is intended to take over your entire nervous system and your entire body whenever you are in stress. And so, of course, right now, that is where most people are operating from. The thing is that that response was only supposed to last in our body for the 90 seconds of fighting off the saber-toothed tiger or running away. When we have it in our body for prolonged periods of time, it becomes poison. And so what we actually need to do is to realize that the human brain actually has several layers. Any more recently developed layer is the human brain. It sits on top. It's the big part. And so it's not as close or as connected to the nervous system. But what it is, is the part of us that can think rationally, the part of us that can see something larger, 
the part of us that can ask new questions like, what else is true? What can I do with this? How could I turn this into something positive? What would be useful? What is my part? How could I do something amazing right now? That is a harder part of our brain to access, especially when we are in times of stress. And what we know from the research is that it is entirely possible. How do we access it? And why? Well, we need to access it because we are so clear from the research that in these moments, it is so much healthier for us to shift into finding what would be useful and helpful right now for me to be healthy. So how do we do that? Now, here's the thing. I am not saying to ignore any of your feelings. No, I am a huge fan of feeling all the feelings. And right now, you are entitled to grief. You are entitled to fear. You are entitled to sadness. You are entitled to anger. You are entitled to every emotion. And that's why I've done episodes on what to do with your grief and your anger. And so what we need to do with it is we need to feel it, but not let it sit in our bodies for hours or days or weeks at a time. Rather, we need to feel it and let ourselves feel it. If you need a good cry, I want you to go into the bathroom, turn on the shower so nobody can hear you, and go ahead and have a good cry and imagine that I am standing behind you or standing in front of you and you are crying into my bosom as if I were your mama petting your hair. You are entitled to that good cry. If you need to scream, and I have needed to scream during this and many other situations, you go ahead into your car and you just scream it out. You are allowed to say, F you, coronavirus, anything you need. You are entitled. Go take a walk into the woods where, you know, nobody can see you or maybe people do see you. I have friends who are having screaming parties right now and it's actually so helpful and so fun. Maybe I should do it in the Purpose Girls group where we are just like screaming out together and shaking our bodies and letting it out. And that is so helpful for us because we've been told as girls that it's impolite to be angry or it's ugly or we're not supposed to and we're just supposed to be nice and sugar and spice. That is not helpful. Okay. So what I'm telling you is it is okay to have your feelings, but if you let it fester in your body, in your brain, it will be no good for you or anyone else. And I say that not to shame you or any of that, but rather to give you the tools to go and to have your emotion and let it out. Because when you do, what actually starts to happen in your body is you loosen up your tight muscles, you make space for what else is possible for hope and for light. And then you have access to the higher level thinking human brain where you can then shift to say, and what would be useful? What do I need? What do I want to do with this? And that, my friend, is purpose. Now, obviously, I'm obsessed with purpose, right? I'm obsessed with purpose, obviously. And I feel like I have researched purpose in the books. I have experienced purpose for myself. I've experienced the power of purpose in my clients. But right now, in the middle of this global situation, it's like a living purpose laboratory. Because what I'm seeing in myself and in clients is that having that spark of purpose, having something to live for, 
having some way that you are contributing to the greater good, having something to refocus your mind to is literally saving lives right now. Let me give you some examples. My dear friend is building a hospital in a parking lot, specifically for coronavirus patients, a parking lot. He just went right into action. What can I do? What is my part? And he is someone who has built makeshift hospitals in gyms before, makeshift dentist office. I mean, he's been on this mission, but for the last couple of years, hasn't been doing it. But as this came up, he's got two young children. He's got a wife. He's got a family to feed. He's got all of that worry. And he's in real estate. I'm sure people are not really buying real estate right now. He shifted into what can I do? And it is actually giving his entire family hope. And it's resetting his mind into what's possible. One of my clients has been an educator for years. And the last couple of years, the messages that have been coming for her is that she's really here as a beacon of love and self-love and using creativity for love. So she's been on this path of bringing this to her education clients and bringing this into people's lives. And when coronavirus hit, she's a mama, a single mama. She's got a lot to think about and worry about. And she ended up losing income because of, you know, she can't do the workshops that she was doing in the education format. And what I've witnessed in her is this rising up to refocus on what can I do? Oh my God, right now people need that love, that self-care. She literally teaches self-care. People need it more than ever. And so she has taken to Facebook and doing the Facebook lives all around how to do self-care at this moment, creating a six-week class for self-care. It's incredible. What I am seeing is that purpose is literally saving lives right now. Now, you might be sitting there thinking, but I don't know my purpose, or I don't know what to do, or Karen, I just want to sit here and eat my Doritos. Listen, in the course of 24 hours at home, you are entitled to all of that, right? I've been having ice cream every night. And it is up to me to notice, when am I going into the depth of despair that is not helpful for me? What do I need to do with this emotion? Do I need to go call a friend and cry it out? Do I need to ask Josh to hold me? Do I need to go punch it out on some pillows? And then to ask myself, and what do I want to do with this? So a friend of mine works for a mental health organization, and the top therapists were telling her that a best practice for all therapists, all coaches, for us to do right now is to help people refocus attention from worry and fear into what is useful. And purpose is what is useful. And we also know from the research that when we are super stressed, when we are super worried, because that fear brain will just take us down into a place where there's nothing we can do, and then that is horrible, powerless. Rather, If we refocus on what is meaningful, on what matters, we refocus our attention on what can I do? What is my part? What is purpose? What could give me hope right now? Then we are using our higher brain. 
And so purpose is this incredible tool. And whether you quote unquote know your purpose right now or not, doesn't matter because there are different ways to be doing purpose at this moment. Doing it in small acts, it is purposeful to say, how can I help my community right now? One of my clients has been sick during this time and she has always had a hard time asking people for help, right? Maybe that resonates with you. I think it's a pretty typical thing that we do as women. And she has said to me, I feel like a burden. Well, she is quarantined, truly quarantined, like not even going out for a walk right now because she is experiencing some sickness at this time. And so of course, three or four of her friends said, what can I do for you? I will go grocery shopping for you. I will drop off food for you. Those friends are being purposeful. They are going outside of themselves and contributing to a friend. Or like my friend who delivered food to her ex-in-laws. There are so many ways to be purposeful right now. So there are acts of the heart. Maybe you go onto Facebook and you read your favorite passage to whoever is listening, or you share a quote that is positive, or you share some hope. Here's what I'm hoping for. And you don't even have to do it publicly. It is entirely purposeful. It could be your part, that this is part of how you do in your family. That right now, while everyone is going stir crazy, maybe the beginning of dinner is what was good today, or the beginning of dinner is. What's everyone hoping for at the end of this? Or maybe you have a different, you put a bunch of different questions, positivity prompts. That's what I'm doing every day in the Purpose Girls group right now. Different positivity prompts and a hat and each person pulls one out and you answer it. Sometimes your kids might be like, oh, this is ridiculous. I don't want to do it. And, and they are learning from it. So I want to take you back to a time when I felt completely helpless. I felt completely helpless during my fertility struggle. There was, seemed like there was nothing I could do. I was 40 before I even started to try to have kids. Got pregnant right away, but then miscarried pretty much right away. And then my body wasn't getting pregnant again. And I was in such despair because then I knew the taste of being a mama. I knew I wanted it. And I would cry and I started having extreme panic attacks where I would be on the floor for an hour at a time, crawling. Maybe none of you can picture me like that, but that's exactly where I was. My nervous system was overrun. And then I would, you know, maybe an hour later, coach someone around purpose and happiness. And during that time when I would feel so helpless, I remember I got to a point after six months, eight months of trying, went to a doctor who gave us all of our test results. And he looked at Josh and he said, well, Josh, you have the sperm of a 25-year-old. And then he looked at me and he said, you're old. What do you expect? I mean, literally, I was like in such tears. And I felt so helpless. And that doctor was trying to sell me on procedures that I ended up using, IVF and things. <laughs> but at that moment, I didn't feel like I was really ready for that. So. I knew I could be in the helpless despair, and I was for a while, and then I refocused, what can I do? What would be more useful for me in this moment? What is my purpose here? What is the higher plan? And the higher plan here was to be mama. 
And so I said, well, what can I do? I could do IVF. That is 100% true. And I checked in. I wasn't ready for it yet. And so what can I do? I realized I wasn't eating all that healthy. I wasn't thinking about what I was putting in my body. I wasn't thinking about if there were toxins I was bringing into our home. I was just kind of living life like I always had. So I found a nutritionist, yogi, practitioner, expert, don't quite know what to call her. And I let her completely redo my health where I cut out gluten. I cut out caffeine. I started doing yoga regularly. She had me refocus my attention on my feminine and bringing light and energy into my womb. She held me to my higher purpose of being mama. And sure enough, I got pregnant again. Now, I did end up losing that baby too. It just shows you, though, when we refocus what is possible. Because our brain has such a connection with our body. That when we're in the worry and the stress and the fear and the helplessness, your body shuts down all other parts except for the fight-flight response. But when your brain is in a place of higher level, ultimately, what am I hoping for? Ultimately, what do I want? Ultimately, what is my purpose here? Then your body is open. You open up space for, your, in my case, my reproductive system. In your case, your creativity. In your case, your ability to think more expansively. In your case, your ability to be healthy and a healthy immune system. And it literally shifts your life. And I realized that every time I have faced helplessness, because y'all know it has been a lot of helplessness in my life, right? being robbed at gunpoint, I had no choice when that man pulled a gun to my stomach and then to my head. I had no choice. I obviously was totally at his whim if he was going to kill me or not. But I did make a decision in that moment. And the decision was, if I live, I'm going to pursue those dreams and that purpose that I never have. And exactly at that moment, my friends, the man took my purse and he ran. So when we are feeling completely helpless, sometimes it comes down to making a decision. In fact, the research is so clear about this, that our well-being is literally the moment-by-moment, day-by-day choices that we make. Some people think, oh, my happiness or well-being or health has to do with my family. There is a component of that. If you come from a family that has diabetes, yes, you are more predisposed and likely to get diabetes. And I want to tell you about a dear friend and colleague of mine who that is her origin and her family, diabetes and obesity. And knowing that, she has chosen a lifestyle where she exercises every day. She chooses healthy eating. She does intermittent fasting. She's dedicated her career. She shifted careers so that she is doing a career of purpose and teaching positive psychology to the world. And she is healthy as healthy as healthy. So our genetics do not have to be the primary. Now, can they play a role? Absolutely. And we can say, okay, if I'm predisposed to this, what can I do about it? And you could say, if I have diabetes, what can I do about it? How can I be healthy? So another aspect people think about their well-being or happiness is, okay, well, what about my life circumstances? Right? Like, in my case, being robbed at gunpoint or being abused. My entire senior year of high school, I was being beaten by my ex-girlfriend. 
Or you might think it's about the color of your skin or being a woman or transgender or whatever it might be, or this moment of coronavirus. But what we know from the research is that that only accounts for about 10% of the difference between people's happiness. It's not the whole picture. Because we all know people who have lived through extreme crisis. My grandparents, who were Holocaust survivors, lived through extreme crisis. And ultimately, fortunately, they survived. But what they had to do was to make a decision. Do I sit here and I dwell in that? Or do I choose? What kind of life do I want to have? Why am I here? What do I want to do? And they both ultimately chose lives of purpose. My grandfather went into mental health to help people all around the state of Michigan where I grew up with mental health. My grandmother became a teacher's assistant. They both focused on family and community. And so we ultimately do get to choose. I'm not saying it's easy. But that's why I want to give you the tools of what to do with the fear and the anger so that you can choose. And the thing that you choose that will help you is purpose. Now, here's my vision right now. My vision right now is that when we come out of this coronavirus situation, and we will, that we have an army of goddesses on purpose rising up. Goddesses on purpose who are bringing light, bringing love, bringing passion, bringing genius bringing tools, bringing their power to their companies, to their colleagues, to their families, to communities. Because when all of this is done, we are going to need more women ready to fully live your purpose than ever before. Why? Because this may be a time when your job is in question. And so do you want to dwell in that? I get it. I mean, I want to eat the Ben and Jerry's with you. I get it. And then do you want to say, and what can I do about it? Because most women I know, most people I know are not even love it. They don't even love their jobs. So maybe right now is the perfect time. Instead of worrying about that job, it's the perfect time to say, what do I really want to do? What would really light me up? What would really bring me joy? And to begin either using this time to begin taking steps toward that or to use this time figuring that out, or to simply use this time dreaming about it and then saying, when this emerges, I'm going for it. You can live your purpose right now. And this is my vision. I mean, can you imagine if coming out of this, what we had were more women who were standing in their full power, who were fully moving forward? My dear friend and wild woman erotic dance teacher, Rachel and I were talking, and she is so tapped into the feminine and so tapped into higher purpose. And she said to me, did you realize the coronavirus came from a bat? And I hadn't because I'm really staying out of the news. It's one of my mental health tools right now. And she said, you know, bats fly in the dark. And I was like, oh my God. And so I started looking up bat energy, my friends. This is so freaking amazing and cool. So every animal has like different energy about it. And bat energy is saying it's time to prepare for major life changes. And then what a bat helps us do if we want to like invoke power of bat, it's bats give us the courage to face the dark. Think about it. Bats are mammals that can fly in the dark. And isn't that where we are right now, the dark and the unknown? 
And wouldn't it be incredible if right now we rose, we spread our wings as goddesses on purpose and flew in the dark? The only known right now is for you to know yourself. Know what are my superwoman strengths? Know what are my talents? Know what would light me up? Know when you are 80, 70, 60, whatever age in the future, how do I want to live? What do I want to be able to say about myself? What kind of legacy do I want to leave for the world? And to let yourself start spreading those wings in the dark, which is why I am moving forward with my eight-week virtual course, Goddess on Purpose. You guys, I was going to cancel it. I mean, I have known for a couple of months that this eight-week course, Goddess on Purpose, was going to be the last live thing I did before baby. Last live teaching. And it's eight weeks to discover your purpose, to know who you are, to really figure out your superwoman strengths and really know what your gifts are and really tap into my three pillars of what makes a woman fulfilled and really go through my Purpose Girl Matrix for you to know exactly what your purpose is and what wisdom you want to share with the world and what your path and your potential new career or asking for the raise or whatever it might be for you is. But with coronavirus, I was like, Maybe I can't teach this class right now. Maybe it's not a good time. And I realized that that was fear. I actually sent her back in and was like, no, this is exactly the right time. Because we are women who can spread our wings and fly in the dark. Because this is a time that is asking us women to step up and to stop playing small. Stop letting fear get in our way. Stop accepting that in order to be a good mother, we are supposed to completely lose ourselves. No, the best thing we can do as a mother is to show our children the power of spreading our wings and flying and pursuing our own dreams. No, the best thing that we could do right now is to rise up as that goddess on purpose. And the words goddess on purpose is intentional. If you think about goddesses, Every goddess had a unique purpose. People would call on a goddess spiritually when they were in a particular crisis. So Quan Yin, a Chinese goddess, she is the goddess of compassion. And she would literally hold hurting people. In fact, I'm evoking her right now and asking for her help through this to hold me. But that was her gift, being that compassionate mother, loving sister to the world. Aphrodite was the goddess of love and sensuality. And when people were having fertility challenges, they would call on Aphrodite for help. And so there was a time, and in many cultures, where women's powers were the ultimate power that people sought for help through crisis. And so the term goddess on purpose for this course is 100% intentional because each one of us has a unique purpose on this earth. I know that because no one else has had your life experience, so no one else has the wisdom that you have to be able to, like my friend, build a hospital right now. He knows how to do it. Or one of my clients having the experience of being in corporate America and being so go, 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 and what that produced in terms of anxiety in her body and her finding mindfulness and how that shifted her whole life. And that now is the gift a company came to her and said, can you help us with this during the crisis? So this is exactly why each one of us is needed as a goddess on purpose. 
Not to mention when we're living our truth, when we're living our purpose, we're happier. We're more alive. We're more fulfilled. And wouldn't that be an amazing outcome of this right now? And so I wasn't going to do the Goddess on Purpose course. And then I realized, wait, I have to do it. I also have to do it because what we need right now is sisterhood. What we need right now is hope. What we need right now are ways of connecting and lifting up every single day, every single week. And in the Goddess on Purpose course, we are going to be getting together live. I'm going to be giving you live coaching every single week, teaching you, coaching you. Every single day, you're going to have the sisterhood surrounding you. There's a private Facebook group where we will be doing different journal prompts and you all can share and celebrate and uplift each other every single day. You can hold each other in the worry and in the pain, and then help uplift each other along our strengths and what's possible and helping each other fly in the dark. And if that isn't needed now, I don't know what else is. Now, what I have decided to do, I had had an early bird waitlist discount. And so what I decided to do is I'm going to bring that back for everybody. Because during this time, I know we all need help and I'm going to extend the payment plan. So I know that we need help with it. And you definitely want to go to my website, purposegirl.com, under coaching, you will see Goddess on Purpose, or go to the show notes, and the link is right there. But now is our time to rise, to spread our wings, fly in the dark, to really figure out why am I here, and to take the steps forward of being your most powerful, most purposeful self. It will entirely shift how you experience this time of coronavirus. Think about it. Jimmy Fallon is doing some a couple minutes live every day in his home, and it's bringing laughter to people in their homes. Think about how much purpose that is. Or Melissa Etheridge right now is doing concerts every day on Facebook. Think about how her still serving her fans is bringing courage and hope and usefulness for her and purpose and well-being. You can be doing that too, and it will literally change your health. And change your whole well-being right now, which will literally not only be so good for you, but be so good for every single person in your household and every single person that you love. One of my favorite books on earth is called Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. And he also was a Holocaust survivor. He was in Auschwitz and two other camps. And he also happened to be a psychotherapist, a psychologist. And so he couldn't even help, but while he was in Auschwitz and other camps, but to notice what gave people the will to live, like what was going, why did some people try to like fight for their lives, even through getting horrible disease and illness and being trapped in horrible conditions? And what he realized was that purpose, having something meaningful, gave people the will to live. And he went on to create an entire form of therapy called logotherapy, which is all about finding that meaning. Because he said, every human has the will to live. We all actually deep down want to live. We want to thrive. And that meaning, that purpose is what gives it to us. One of his favorite quotes of mine is in my new book, which is called Wonderful You. And it is a hundred inspirational quotes for a little pop of joy. And it is inspirational quotes and funny quotes and positivity facts that I give you. And it's on pre-order right now on Amazon. And I've actually been going into the book in order to get my own inspiration right now. And one of the quotes from Viktor Frankl is this. It's in the book. When we are no longer able to change a situation, we're challenged to change ourselves. And that is what he found, is that when we change ourselves and we reach that higher level of purpose, and when we challenge ourselves to say, 
And what is my part? What can I do? How can I serve? How can I help? What changes do I want to make in my own life? What changes do I want to make for my family? What changes do I want to make for my community? What is that dream that's been sitting inside of me? We actually find that will to not only survive during this time, but to thrive. The research is so clear that we can grow from trauma. It's called post-traumatic growth. We can grow from trauma if in the middle of trauma we find a new appreciation for life and we find new possibilities. We find purpose. And that is what the Goddess on Purpose course is all about. And so I am moving forward, loves, and I want you to join me. It's going to be so incredible to come together in sisterhood every week for the eight weeks during this. The timing is actually perfect. It's going to be so incredible to actually do the deep exercises where we shift our mindset, where we are refocused on what our own strengths and talents and purpose is, and we actually create the plan to move forward with it. You are going to walk away from Goddess on Purpose with your plan and already taking brave, bold action steps to bring your purpose to the world. And that's what's needed when we emerge from this. In fact, that's what's needed right now. The more of us who are living that way, not only is it good for our own health, but it is good for the world. Last night, I did just a little reading of some of the quotes in my book on Facebook. And people were so appreciative. I got all these messages. Thank you. Thank you. Like they just, everyone needs a little bit of your purpose. Everyone needs a little bit of mine right now. And if you want to check out the book, you can go into the show notes. It's on pre-order at Amazon. And it's exactly what we need right now. Inspiration and joy. And each quote is so beautifully illustrated. The publisher did an incredible job. One of the quotes is uh, by the author unknown. It says, breathe in the good shit, breathe out the bullshit. (laughs) And I was literally doing a couple of breaths to that myself and then on Facebook Live yesterday. So purpose is needed now more than ever. And this is how you can use this time to refocus from helpless and powerless to empowered. One of my clients in the Empowered program is a professor of psychology and a therapist and a coach. And she's been given all these rules of what she has to do for her university and her students. And even though she really always knew her purpose and she's serving her students, what they were asking her to do in terms of workload for her students seemed completely wrong in terms of mental health right now. And she rose up. She put her wings on in the dark and stood up to her college and said, no, my student's mental health comes first right now. And instead, what she did is called each student individually to support them at this time and said she's just going to give them all a good grade. That's it. Because that matters more at this moment. They're going to learn more about psychology in this moment. And she feels more on fire more brave, more on purpose. Yeah, a little scared, (laughs) but more on purpose than she ever has. That's our potential right now, is to find that place within each of us that is ours to give, whether it's humor, it's changing people's lives, it's making a difference in Mama Earth. This is our moment. And I believe in you. The book is titled Wonderful You because I believe that you are wonderful you, that there is no one else on earth exactly like you. And that what I see in you is what makes you spectacular and unique. And rather than spending any time right now comparing yourself that you're not doing this as good of a homeschooling job as somebody else, or you're not cooking the meals that somebody else is, screw that bullshit. If your family's fed, awesome. Okay. If you're getting out of bed and brushing your teeth, you're doing great. Refocus any of that mental energy onto what is beautiful and wonderful about you. What is your purpose? 
what is useful right now? What is meaningful right now? And how do you want to rise coming out of this? How do you want to spread your wings, fly in the dark and rise? And be that goddess on purpose that people need right now. So I hope you join the class. If you see it and you're like, I need a different payment plan, just email me. Like, I'd rather that you spread your wings right now and you come out that goddess on purpose than worrying about how many payments it is. Let's have you rise up. Let's rise up together as a sisterhood who are here to change the world. One thing I know right now is that the world needs women's love, women's purpose more than anything and more than ever. Because the values of compassion, the values of people, the values of care and connection, the values of love, the values of passion, the values of service, those are feminine values. And so what is needed now are more women stepping forward. And I'm so excited to go through that process with you. And so here are a couple of purpose power tips. Number one, if you find yourself absolutely downward spiraling, dwelling in the worry or the negativity or the fear, then make a decision. We know from research it is a choice. And the decision is getting that emotion out. What do I need to do? Do I need to call a friend? Do I need to journal about this? Do I need to go in my car and swamp it out, scream it out? Make that decision. Cut it off and let yourself go feel the feeling. Get it out of your body, out of your brain. And then open up space. And purpose power tip number two is then you make the decision. And what do I want to do about it? What can I do? What would be useful for me right now? Number three, you then say, and what is my part? What is my part to bring purpose and love to the world right now? What is my part as a goddess on purpose? What is my part with my family? What is my part with community? What could I do that would take my mind off of that and refocus it onto love and future and purpose and something more hopeful and making the world a better place and frankly changing the, your economic situation, right? Because many of you might have purposes that you could sell online. So what is my part? The best antidote to fear is action. The best. It is the thing that gets us out of fear every single time. Taking a small action. That's why it's important to make the decision and say, what would be useful? What can I do? What is my part? Taking action helps. And number four is that you use this as a time to get so clear on your purpose, so clear on what would light you up, so clear on a dream career, and you create that plan to go for it. And if my course, Goddess on Purpose, can serve you and help you, then do it, girl. You will get so much more back, so much more back. And living your purpose, there's no price on that. And I'm so willing to help you. Just email me. But let's do this. Or if you already know your purpose, great. Then go ahead and write your plan and start doing it now. Right now while people need support and love and help and tools and ideas. This is how we become a goddess on purpose. And so with that, my friends, may you stay healthy and well. May everybody you love be healthy and well. May the entire world be healthy and well. May we all band together in this time. May we all rise up, spread our wings in the darkness, and fly as goddesses on purpose. And if this episode would be helpful to any of your friends or family to help them shift their mindset, please share it. I know a lot of women who share the Purpose Girl podcast with their daughters, with their mothers, and it is helping them. So please share it. 
That is how we change the world, one woman at a time. That is purposeful action. And if you haven't joined the Purpose Girls Facebook group, join us. We're 2,200 women strong. And of course, find me on Instagram at Karen Rockind. And may you live purposefully. May you love yourself. And may you love life. Bye for now.